Welcome back to the Inexperienced Adult Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. We've been friends since kindergarten, and now we're 19. I'm a sophomore in college. And I am a freelance filmmaker. Today we're going to be talking about our summers, and uh, we know this episode is a long-awaited return. Return of the king, if you will. The kings. (laughs) I was about to say, are you just referring to yourself? No, no. Well, I was, but then I uh, was humbled. It's it's been a while. We decided to take a very intentional break, time off. Yeah, you know, for influencers like us, it's it's it can be we just want to avoid that burnout, you know, we want the best content for you. And so we decided that um <laughs> this break would uh would ultimately be better for our future um uh you know. Yeah. I love how you say don't you avoid burnout cuz I only know about half of what you did over the summer. But it's like I just did way more stressful things than this. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, where where should we start? I, I guess back at the beginning. I don't even remember like the last episode we recorded. So like, we what? I was at. School. So our last episode was just after tax season and after we shot our short film Bloodline. I guess we should announce that we did not win the music bed challenge that that was a part of. Very sad. But it's a great film. You should all go watch it. Yes. So link to the short and the behind the scenes uh, in the description below. It's, uh, I was about to say it was very entertaining. Uh, the, the behind the scenes is probably more entertaining than the short. The short is kind of... Uh, I don't know about that. They're different types of entertainment. Yes, very obviously. much different types of entertainment. I just meant like joy and happiness. You, you'll, be, you'll be zeroed in on both of them. I'll, I'll tell you that. Good, good way to describe it. But uh, despite losing uh, the challenge, I have submitted to about a dozen festivals. So, fingers crossed. So yeah, let's. So so right after Bloodline, what was life like for you? Oh, it's insane. Because, well, I literally went home the weekend before Bloodline. Drove back here for like three days of class, flew out again to go home to shoot it. It's like I missed a bunch of stuff, right? And then I just come back and it's like finals mm-hmm. is here, right? So I was just grinding. Um, like I I locked myself in. I found out that I learned really well with whiteboards. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I would like lock myself into like little classrooms and just like fill up the whiteboards like studying for neuroscience which was such a bad idea I don't know why I took that class I didn't need to for anything anyways that's all I remember I just remember being locked in rooms doing that (laughs) yep then I went home packed up my grandpa's truck with all of my belongings usually filled to the brim um and I drove all the way back I only stopped once which is crazy um, cause it's like a 10 hour drive. I was in Dallas for like two weeks. So I just hung out. I saw you. I don't really remember what else I did, but, um, oh, I guess I went to all O'Reilly's like graduation stuff. And then I went off to camp. I worked at Sky Ranch camps for the first half of the summer. So I was a counselor there. Uh, it was an amazing experience and learned a lot and just got to really, uh, 
die to self a lot just um yeah it was like every, every day was sacrifice you know which was is a good place to be so i learned a lot there um yeah so i did that i got back july 2nd from camp and that was like really weird coming back to the real world but it was nice to hang out i hung out a lot with my family and my brothers and then riley and i and a couple of our friends well we met one of our friends drove to orlando just so fun went to disney world dude disney world is incredible bro the galaxy's edge thing is so cool now like the, all the new star wars stuff i haven't been since they like right. added all that it's insane i was literally like my jaw dropped i was just walking around i was like dude that's literally the millennium falcon like right there it's, it's so crazy yeah it's the it's the jurassic world effect What's that mean? The kids these days need a lot more stimulation than even we did 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying they're, have to, they're having to up the ante because theme parks, I mean, theme parks were cool, but like they weren't as high tech and as crazy in depth as they are now. Yeah, it's it's really amazing what they can do. Well, and it's cool to see like creativity and um, invention like meet in that way oh yeah no my uh my parents they were at a conference with one of the uh i think they heard one of the head uh disney imagineers speak sort of about the process it wasn't really like it wasn't a ted talk but it was i think it was sort of that kind of format um and just his the the way he organizes everything and the way they plan for stuff, I mean, down to the the finest detail of like, oh, what color are these leaves going to be and stuff like that. You know, it's like, it's a... It's all so... It's a very so interesting detailed. job. Like, every corner yeah. of it. Yeah. It's like, the, like, down to the trash cans. Like, the trash cans are, like, match whatever the, their surroundings are. Like, some of them were droids or, like, something like that, you know? It was just crazy. But, yeah. So, I did that, and that was a big trip. We like took our time coming back so we stopped through like new orleans and stuff which i well i did not like new orleans but anyways <laughs> it was it was not we didn't see the good parts of it i think what good parts um, apparently there's some good parts i don't know that's what i was told yeah i've always wanted to go to new orleans because there's a i don't actually even know if it's still open i would assume it's closed but i've always wanted to see um the hospital where the book five days at memorial took place is a true story based on that I think I told you about this. That hospital in Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Where they were trapped there for five or six days and they ended up like euthanizing a bunch of patients. They recently came out with the um I think it's on Apple, the the miniseries for that, based on that book. Shameless plug right there. I'm not saying it's good. All right, you you go through your summer and then we'll kind of update. Well, I guess I don't even know what yeah, is summer for um, you, even. Summer's not really a thing, I guess. Well, I, yeah, kind of. I mean, not not in the traditional sense now, which kind of nice. Don't have school, right? Very very enjoyable there. Um, <laughs> you kind of threw me off because my original idea was like you were gonna do one thing, and I was gonna say what I was doing during that time, but you just kept going, and so I was like, oh okay, this will work. Um, <laughs> oh sorry, because what I was gonna say at the beginning is like during those two weeks when we saw each other. I was in Fort Worth uh, dog sitting for a friend, which in itself was not a very interesting experience, but it sort of did give me, I don't know, just over, I think it was like a week of what it really feels like to 
live alone because because I'm still at home. But even when I go and travel for long periods of time for work uh, or for a, a conference at the end of summer that I'll talk about later, it's always with roommates, quote unquote, or just with lots of other people around. But just, you know, right. Being by myself for a week in a house was like, oh, this is uh, interesting. What, like, is that a good, I like, you yes. enjoy it, right? I, I enjoy a long or time, not. so, yeah. But I was also there to see people, so it's not like I, you know, was lonely. Was like, saw a bunch of friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saw a bunch of friends. Uh, that was fun. Not sure if this is in order. I got hired for a uh, a documentary job. It's a it's a pro life documentary, and it was <laughs> very funny timing. I'm the I'm the main editor on it. Like doing, he was doing the last. My client was doing the last half sh- of shooting when he hired me. So the first shoot day that I was a part of was the day before Roe v. Wade was overturned. Dang. It was like very very interesting timing with all of that of course we don't have to get political but just you know (laughs) yeah that's crazy um so that's been a fun job i have now uh, a deadline for the first rough cut is end of this month and then i'm still going out of order (laughs) i will get back to that and all the other stuff i have going on but after after i got hired on that job did a few shoots um went back to the ranch for a week and then summer was, I don't know, for a good like month and a half, two months, there wasn't a ton going on. It was just like the normal level of editing that I have. And then I had to do a bunch of very quick, I had to do a lot of uh, preparation, getting a bunch of edits done in advance because I had to go to, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. Obviously the audience can't see it. Um, I went to Summit. Uh, in Colorado, which is a worldview conference for two weeks. Very, very long two weeks. Um, (laughs) But that was a a very good experience and also just very disruptive because it was just different than what I've been doing for the past, you know. Year. Yeah. And um, I don't know how much I want to get into that. I'll put a link to the Summit website below so people can check that out if they want to. Basically... They take a bunch of speakers um, over the course of two weeks. And it's 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 like it's a little bit like summer camp for young adults, but a lot more focused on the the teaching aspects. And they go through everything. They go through a ton of different worldviews, Christianity, atheism, Islam, uh, a bunch of other religions and other points of view. They take a look at the pro-life versus pro-choice arguments, a bunch of other political things, and they just bring in people to talk about it, and you ask questions, and it, it was a very it was a very good experience, just also very long. <laughs> yeah, do 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 a minute on wait, do a minute on like how that interruption was good or how that interruption was bad to your normal routine. Yeah, I mean it was uh the interruption was good good in the sense that the information was good it was bad in the sense that it put me a little behind and then as soon as I got back literally the day I got back um I got sick and then that lasted for a week so that put me really behind oh I didn't know that yeah it's very unfortunate but I I don't think it was corona and but but yeah how we have to preface that now (laughs) yeah 
Don't worry, guys. Calm down. Don't worry. It was just some other life-threatening illness. Here's my list of 79 symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but the interruption was also good um, because I hadn't, I had not taken a day off, like a true day off in probably like at minimum two months yeah. preceding that. And so even though it was very difficult, the workload mentally was a lot more difficult. It was a break because it's it's kind of funny. They had a bunch of um, they had like their main media guy who I got to meet, but a bunch of media interns who were running around uh, shooting stuff for the for the end of session film. And I was like, huh, it's nice to just sit here and watch those people and not be (laughs) that person. I could get used to this. Yeah. Uh, So so it was it was good. Just the fact that I got a break from from normal routine in all senses. Nice. So that's that's sort of what my summer looked like. And then I guess, you know, if you want to talk about what's happening right now and what's happening soon, uh, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I we um, I moved back I'm in Nashville now um, at school and we had a little bit of struggle getting here, had a flat tire. So uh, that was a uh, really tough, especially the timing of it was interesting um because like all the tire shops were closed um by the time we got our spare on and everything so it was it was a mess for a little bit but by the grace of god we found a tire that worked so it was really sketch but uh it it happened <laughs> um, and so we made it here i ended up moving in uh, oh we is like my family my family drove me i guess i should clarify that but um, it's been good. I'm a sophomore now, which is nice. Like I'm not the baby on campus anymore. And for like the organizations I'm involved with, like we're really trying to like welcome in all the freshmen. So most of like what I've been doing is just like hanging out with freshmen or like mm-hmm. I help them all move in, um, just trying to get meals with them, um, trying to make them feel at home here because I know that like for me, it was so formative. Um, Last year was just how welcomed I felt by um, the ministry I'm part of. It's called The Navigators. Y'all probably heard of it. It's a very, I mean, it's an international ministry. But yeah, so it's been really fun doing that. Um, Getting just also just to see all my friends from college been good. And uh, my girlfriend's here now at Belmont. So that's been really awesome. And getting, yeah, thanks. I don't, I need to get a soundboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do like the little the little kids like that was, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, someone I wanna um listen. Sorry, this is very off topic. I listen to this podcast called Twenty Thousand Hertz, and they do each episode is about uh sounds that you usually well known sounds like they did the the THX logo and they did um yeah like stuff from Jurassic Park and you know like they go in depth into that kind of stuff someone should do that find out who those kids are yeah cuz you hear them everywhere they really should they really should continue i'm so sorry no you're good um i don't know i classes are getting started like any college students on here know like it's very slow to get started with classes like they take a whole day to go through the syllabus and then there's like a bunch of technical issues that happen and they're like, oh, we'll figure this out, blah, blah, blah. And they probably take half the class explaining like how how like the homework is gonna be submitted on 
online. And like it takes, it's just very slow going and I hate that. But I think we're finally like getting into the content of the courses so I can actually see whether I like them or not. So that's been good. It's been a lot busier than last year. Like it's crazy. Um, it's been go, go, go like every day. Um, I like, I basically only slept in my room, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Because I spent a lot of time in my dorm. Not a lot, but like more than this year. Right. It's been really good. It's been super, super fun. So what about you? What's been what's been going on? So like I said before, I have that documentary deadline. Um, I just hired an assistant editor, uh, a friend of mine. So I'm about to ship him a hard drive and sort of get started with that. For the company I work for, You've been a long time, and by long time, I mean like seven episodes ago, listener of the podcast. I work for the Elite U. They create training videos uh, for people and military and police, and we are about to do a very large push in two weeks coming up. Uh, I'm driving out to North Carolina. I actually get to stay with Sam for a day. We might record an episode in person. He's going to get that college experience, (laughs) that dorm experience. I've already gotten that with Brendan and Johan, though. A different one, a different one, though. Yes, a a different one. I think we should touch on that if we record next week, just like. Yeah, how how different it is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of prepping for that. And that is going to be a very large event that they have going on with a ton of people from the special forces community, law enforcement, and a bunch of other uh, organizations and different people with different specialties. They're onboarding uh, a few new team members. And so that week is going to be shooting an insane amount of content, but also figuring out what the new system looks like for project management and organizing all the footage we have and sort of going forward and so it's 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 a lot. A lot. I have a lot of homework uh, on top of the the benchmarks I have to hit for the documentary coming up this week. So, yeah, just uh, pray for me. Did you just call it homework? <laughs> it it feels like that sometimes because <laughs> I don't I, I don't think of the editing as homework, but I think of like oh, create a proposal for how you would do this filing system. If it was just you and then your ideas for which team software to use and blah, 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 blah. It's like that feels like homework to me. Oh, like kind of HR stuff. Almost like connecting. I I guess it's it's more consulting a little bit. Yeah, it's how to make your organization run efficiently. Right. Everything I'm learning about right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm just glad that it's not my actual job. But it's just that since I'm the only one who's been touching any of the footage so far, it's like I'm the one who has to put forth the version 1.0 of what the shared system is going to be. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, it's the sort of thing, um, and all anyone who knows video knows this, it's like you have your file structure, and then once you've started working with that in a, in a project, like say Adobe Premiere or DaVinci Resolve or whatever – you cannot change the file structure. Right. Because if you do, it is going to mess everything else up. And so when you spread that over three people who live in completely different places, uh, editing on possibly different software, it's like that just gets exponentially more 
do like you pick what you were going to do and how you're going to name everything and how you're going to structure everything. And then you do that for the rest of time. And so, uh, yeah, figuring, figuring out what that system is going to look like. is just going to be a lot of uh, compromise. It has long-term effects, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Very it's pretty, pretty set in stone after this. Yeah. Gotcha. The good news about that is that it should free me up um, to do better. Not, not like free me up, to have more time because that's never a, a thing but but um it's just and I, I think i've talked about this on the podcast before where my job is such that if we moved at a slower pace it would be okay or if we moved at this insane pace but had more people it would be okay but right now, it's just so many of my uh, edits and stuff are just like, oh, first draft looks all right, you know, upload, move on. And that's just the nature of what the job is. But hopefully getting these new people on board and I mean, I haven't seen much of their stuff, but their resumes look good. One of them has a lot more experience than I do. So I'm hoping he should be a lot better than I am, which would be nice. <laughs> getting these new people in should allow us to take more time to just be better and produce a more quality product. Gotcha. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And then very end of September, early October, I'm going to New York, uh, for about a week with my family and it's part vacation part. My dad's client has an event that he's running. So I'm going to shoot a bunch of behind the scenes for that, but that's only I think two days. Uh, and then the rest of the time, just New York stuff. Gonna see any shows? Uh, Hamilton, apparently. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So finally get to experience that after <laughs> what? What has it been? <laughs> Six years? <laughs> Eight know. years? Since it came Six out? Six years, probably. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think okay. So we've both of us have kind of spent. We're hitting like you know around the year mark mm -hmm. when we started our quote-unquote adulting lives right so what what for you how has your perspective shifted kind of starting off year two um or i don't know what's different what's the same yeah it's good that's actually a very good question um now i wish we had like written stuff down at the very beginning of, of, of <clears throat> uh, at the very beginning of at least doing this podcast um I guess it's it's weird because I didn't have a ton of expectations. It's like I knew I wasn't going to be moving out, so there wasn't like a radical transition for me. I think, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but I've talked about it with you. It's sort of like, I feel like the way my parents treat me is kind of different after I turned 18. And not in a bad way, just, uh, I don't know a lot more freedom like it kind of does sometimes feel like I'm living with roommates you know because like I just mm. do my thing and like yeah I mean we you like we usually see each other every day unless I'm traveling but you know I'm also traveling a lot so that sort of helps that feeling um but as far as me personally I guess now it just it's a lot more of figure it out yourself kind of thing. Yeah. 
not saying I don't have people around me who can help, but it's just, it's just like something comes up, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just figure it out. Yeah. And I don't have a super specific example for that, but it's, it's just one of those things where it's like you suddenly realize it's like, oh, I am the adult in the room. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and you know, unless it's something super serious, it's like, oh, I don't actually have to go to X authority figure for help on this. I can just do it myself. Um, and that's been kind of interesting. I guess, yeah, also like trying to get my plans in order because I, the goal is, I guess it's not really, a, I can't call it a goal because it depends on what work looks like in a year and a half, but in a year and a half, I'll be 21 and my original stated goal was out of the house by 21, but that's before I got this job. And so I guess I can talk about that. I sort of am on a six month timeline with the company them switching a bunch of gears and switching um I guess I can't talk about that too much switching uh companies that they're working with for marketing and other purposes and so they they sort of set it up so that I'm on salary for 6 months uh until until March of 2023 and then we're going to sort of reevaluate the whole thing and if it's hit its proper growth targets then great we'll keep going or I mean hopefully it you know has exploded and done really well and if not I don't know maybe I'll be done which means I would have the freedom quote unquote to move on to something else but it entirely depends because like one scenario is certain things happen I move back to Dallas another scenario is uh there's some work here, like with the guy who hired me to do the documentary owns a studio here. Something might, mm-hmm. uh, that might turn into a job if the elite U ends. Um, if the elite U really takes off, might go to Florida. You know, it's like, I don't know at this point. Yeah. Uh, so that is up in the air, but just generally trying to think, I, <laughs> I guess it's, uh, I guess I'd call it short-term, long-term. And I want to ask you about this because I, I still want you to answer your own question. But I have noticed that... Oh, I wrote this down. Um, <laughs> so I have noticed that... And I mean, all adults know this, that the older you get, the the faster time seems to go. Yeah. But it, I think that's worsened because... What used to happen was me thinking ahead, like thinking of the future, was either a month from now or 10 years from now. That's what it used to be. Now it's four to six months from now is me thinking of the future. And those four to six months seem to go by super fast because I feel like I'm just hitting benchmarks or checkpoints along the way to get to that thing do you feel that Mm -hmm. way i don't know if college affects that or is it just i think the way college is structured is more like when's the next major assignment Mm -hmm. due a lot of the time and so that's usually within about two to three weeks right um from wherever you're at but also like with with you know taking five classes in a lab like that could be every, like one every week just in different classes 
So I think it keeps you pretty... I mean, there's always the temptation to like folk live in the future and like ignore the present, but I think it's it's not too like it's definitely not six. I'm not really thinking about what I'm gonna be doing in four months mm-hmm. because I feel like I have so many uh <laughs> so many assignments to fulfill before then, right? You know, um, so I don't know. I think that whenever I was in a long term relationship. That was more of the thing was like, okay, when's the next time I get to see her? But like now it's it's very different. Yeah. Um That makes sense. And I I mean, I sort of assumed as much because you're on much more of a the same thing happens every day, approximately. You know, you're kind of in a yeah. in a routine. Whereas I am in a routine, but it's on a week to week basis instead of like a day to day basis. Yeah, and that that's really interesting because I think a lot of the times like a routine is actually more restful than just freedom. Hmm. Yeah. Like, no, I I agree. And so I don't know if you find it difficult like when instead of being on a day-to-day routine, a week-to-week routine, like maybe that could be part of the reason why cuz like I I I am busy, but I don't feel it as much because it's so structured, you know? And maybe it's harder to find rest in the rut- in the routine whenever it's like week to week instead of day to day. I don't know. Yeah. Because you're still having to like create your own DIY schedule essentially. Right. With just major debt. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, if uh, September, mid-September meets my expectations, then that will adjust and I will hopefully be on more of a regular working schedule but right we'll see and then of course even if that does happen i'll still have the breaks of like oh and now for a week you're going to arkansas or now for a week you're going out to the ranch or to florida or wherever so for as long as i work for this company that's always going to be a part of it yeah i would like you to answer your own question about how you've your perception has changed from year one to uh i guess your 1.5 1.5 honestly like it i mean it's so different right i think that's just the circumstances of everything though like so much is unknown about college as a freshman like i've been talking to so many freshmen and i just like assume they know where like this building is on campus and then i forget that like i had no idea where that was like mm-hmm. <laughs> when i was in their shoes like you learn so much not just about like whatever class content honestly i think that's like secondary to like you just learn so much about life doing your laundry on in like a timely manner finding like the best places to eat like all these types of things and like how to really enjoy yourself and like flourish in life you learn your freshman year and it's nice just to come back and not need to learn as much of that and really just live it out and i think that's really um really fun does that i don't know i feel like that's about all i got for that question because like at the end of the day like i'm still doing the exact same thing i was doing a year ago i'm waking up at you know 7 a.m i'm going to class at nine like it's all the same on paper it's all the same right but like now i i'm very used to it right no so it's it's sort of that you have adapted to the uh, 
relevant circumstances. Yeah. Or the the lifestyle. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I feel like we should we should transition over to some uh right. Some uh, you know, you know, whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Whatever you want to call them. So, a lot of podcasts have a uh ending segment where they talk about uh good and bad, one cool thing, blessings blessings and curses. Uh we never and I guess never plan to name ours. So, this time uh let's go with we just pick sort of two opposite things uh let's go with twitter versus normal conversations oh gosh because i don't have a twitter account thank god uh yeah yeah but but going on there occasionally like if you know if if there's a particularly interesting or funny tweet linked in an article you might click on it and um that has given me a glimpse into the absolute dumpster fire from hell that is twitter comments and it is the polar opposite of i mean most comment sections on the internet are bad but i feel like twitter is just full degeneracy like it's worse than reddit which is saying something um, but yeah i mean even like even conversations i have with people i disagree with passionately aren't as bad as twitter so yeah. Yeah. So, so let's go with that. Um, what is your, do you, do you want to go good or bad first? I'll, I'll go Twitter first. Okay. This is on my mind, so I'm just going to share it. My Twitter is it's more something that happened to me. So I get around here on an electric skateboard mm-hmm. and like, I rely on that thing. Like it takes like a 20 minute walk to five minutes and one of the wires on mine like broke. I don't know how. And so like for the past week, I haven't had it. And it has been so sad. <laughs> like, I like, yeah, it's just been annoying. But it's on the reason I say that is because on my mind because of the, I ordered a new like wire thingy. And it just got here. So nice. I, like after this episode, I will be fixing it. But that was definitely the Twitter of like this week. Um, What's yours? Nice. Mine is much less annoying, but still annoying, uh, which is freezer burn. I'm sorry? Freezer burn. Like in your mouth? No, like like you leave something in the freezer too long or like slightly open and it gets ruined because it's like, I don't know how to describe oh, it. Oh, the condensation like gets in there? Yeah, I don't know what like the actual technicalities of it are. All I know is that like I had ice cream and then it was, even after it melted, it, it still sucked. Uh, huh. Yeah, because like all the stuff mixed into it, like cookie dough and such, was all like the wrong texture, and it's yeah. Um, that's so weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, but yeah, my my Twitter is freezer burn, and then what is your normal conversation? Uh, my you know, beautiful in person condo, deep, you know, rooted, is a uh, daredevil. The TV show, bro. Nice. Um, Josh and I, Josh and I, uh, you know, kind of randomly decided we were going to start Daredevil, and um, I continued to watch it with my brother. And man, it is such a great show. Um, such solid characters, such great fight scenes. Um, interesting exploration of baseline ethics. Like it's just, it's a great show. Yeah. Um, I really, I really like it a lot. I 100% agree. What, 
episode are you on of season two? I honestly, I'm not. I'm not too far in. Probably like four. Okay. So you're like it's hard for it's hard for Grayson and I to find a time to keep it keep it up. Right. But, but you're just finishing like the Punisher arc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's still he's still there a little bit. Right. Um. So my normal conversation is my recent purchase of the very long name incoming Black Magic Pocket Cinema Camera 6K Pro, which probably no one listening cares about, but it is a upgrade from my previous camera, the the 4K version, and I like it a lot. I've been playing with it the past few days. Very, very nice. beautiful. Beautiful. Well, awesome. I think this is this has been a good one. Solid updates. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. Please leave a review and subscribe. If you have any questions, stories, or future episode ideas, email them to the inexperienced adult podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. And, and we, we are, are inexperienced, inexperienced adults. adults.